Welcome to the Ultimate Men's Playbook. Today we're talking about your team. This is your inner circle, but actually specifically, this is probably the most important part of your inner circle. Dudes, if you're listening and you have your wife beside you, your girlfriend, your significant other, this is not the podcast where you want to listen to this person unless after the fact you realize that, yeah, this is the podcast that they can listen to and you'll get the point afterwards. You ready to rock this, Matt? Yeah, definitely. All right. So there's no such thing as a self-made man. You will reach your goals only with the help of others. That's a quote by a guy named George Shin. So you want to be a powerhouse? Build the best team around you. Yeah, what, what does the best team start with? Who does it start with? Well, it starts with you. It starts with yourself. Now, having said that, probably the most significant other is your significant other. And that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah, Fundamental point here. Fundamental point. Your team revolves around your mission. Your team does not revolve around you. You understand that point? Yeah, I mean, uh, the way I think of it is you can't, be, uh, you can't be all about yourself. You know, it's about the mission at the end of the day. It's about what's your mission, what's your legacy, what are you creating, who are you creating it with? Yeah, exactly. You know, so many guys out there think they've got this inner circle. See, these brothers are going to watch their back. Friends, they're going to watch their back. So think of a scenario where, you're going on a trip with a couple of guys and you're married and they're looking at each other and you get tempted by a, a female. And oh man, it happens all the time, all the time, all the time in sports in business vacations, that kind of stuff. And you say, you know what? Fuck man. I want to, I want to have sex with that girl. Yeah, and some guys it, it, are like that. Some guys are like that. You know, they are. And then what ends up happening is your buddy goes, don't worry, man, I've got your back. We'll cover for you. We'll cover it for you. That is not a guy in your inner circle. That's probably the worst guy around that you could have in your inner circle. Why is that? Yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not with you for your end mission. They're there for um, a little bit of it. They're there to say that they're there for you, but they're really not. You know, it, it comes down to uh, uh, real and fake. And um, you really need to know who is real and who is fake around you. Right? Yeah, exactly. In that case, uh, with the guy saying, hey, don't worry, brother, I've got your back. I'll tell you right now, if you've got their back, you're going to say that's the worst thing you could do. Just stay away from her. Stay true to hanging out with us. You don't need that action because what will happen is this will come out eventually and it'll fuck up your marriage and you'll be done. Exactly. No, that's exactly. a true friend. That's a true friend in the inner circle. Some guys just don't get it. You know, there's a big difference between the boys, the dogs, the guys and the men. And we're talking about being a man here, right? Yeah, let me give you a little quick example. You know, someone who's there for you, someone who's got your back, like the guy says, I got your back. That type of person is having a drink with you. That type of person is going out with you and uh, watching a movie, just you two shooting the shit, talking about real shit. That type of person is with you building goals, building a business, uh, whatever it is. You know, it's not all about, it's not sex. You know, a lot of times men just chase sex and this and that, good looking girls. It's not about that. A real person who has your back is doing one of those things. All right. All right. So what it comes down to, as we talked about, is it, your team revolves around your mission and not necessarily you. So the question I ask you is, what is your mission? And so many people just don't understand that. I mean, you've got to have a mission for your life. What is your legacy? All right. And the first member of your team, the most important member of your team is going to be your life partner because you are as one. I know you've got somebody you're very, very close to in the early stages of your relationship. But, you know, you share everything with her, don't you? Everything. You know, it's, it's, it's amazing how fast you, you start to share everything with someone that you, 
you really connect with, you know? Yeah, big time. I know with uh, with my wife, she knows everything. She's got full access to my phone. She knows my deepest thoughts. She knows where I'm headed. She just knows me. And, I mean, that is probably the most critical person you could have in your life. And as far as I'm concerned, everything that's yours is theirs at the end of the day. You know, whether it's a whether it's money, that type of person, that person that's always with you, traveling with you, even if they're um, miles away, that person with you, you always a part of your life. You tell them your best, your worst, your secrets, everything you need to. That's your partner. All right. So if you have a partner right now, I'm hoping she's not around because we've got a checklist for you. And we're hoping that this checklist checks out completely. And if it does, then she can listen to the podcast. You can say, well, we see this. You're right on the same page with me. If she doesn't, it's time for a reality check. That's tough talk, but that's the way it is. All right, so give me the checklist. Here we go. Give me the checklist. Number one, she's completely into with your goals, dreams, hopes, and aspirations. 100%. And she's supporting them. Oh, she's got to be. She's got to be. Well, that's part two. That's number two. She should support and contribute to those goals. She should be a huge part of them. Now, should she have her own life? Absolutely. The last thing you need is somebody who's subservient to you. You want her to be kicking ass in her own life. But at the same time, she's got to be totally in tune with you and your goals and contributing. Fair enough? Exactly. All right. Number three, you should want to spend as much time as possible with her. Exactly. And, you know, it doesn't need clingy stuff. It doesn't need to be all lovey-dovey, you know. That person... Again, is going to be your best friend. That's the type of person you're always with, no matter what. The most most time you spend is with that person. So you have to be able to have fun and want to be with that person, right? Yeah, I know. I've got this uh, this guy that I know. He said to me, you know, I don't know why you you go to the hardware store with your wife. I mean, you should be able to go through there and know where everything is. I'm going, and no offense, man. I said to him, this is what I was thinking. Saying, you're a fucking bitch. You have no <laughs> idea. And I said. I said to him, I said, listen, she's the one she, who goes through the aisles and she's the one getting shit done, fixing stuff around the house, just as a matter of fact. So if there's anyone I want to walk through the aisles with, it's not you, it's her. Exactly. You know, let, let me give you, let me put a new school on you. You know, words almost 100K on, on TikTok. Me and my girl, mm. we, go, we go to the grocery store and she's like, oh my, go to the grocery store. We're going to the grocery store. It's going to be so fucking fun. We go to the grocery store and we're filming TikToks and shopping. It's the most fun thing. Whereas if I go with myself or with my boys or with whatever, you know, it's just not the same thing, right? You know, you have to have fun doing whatever, like you said, the hardware store, all that shit. Very much so. Number four, you've got to find the, you got to find her the most desirable, most attractive person in the world. There has to be some sort of animal attraction. Exactly. You know, and it's, it's, uh, you got to know the difference between attraction and desperation. A lot of guys are like, oh man, like this is the first girl that's ever talked to me. And they kind of get blindsided. They don't understand that it might not be the right one. You'll know, you'll know the type of girl will, will knock you off your feet and you'll be attracted to her and you'll be desired. You'll desire her right off the bat. You'll know. It's just a natural feeling. Like you said, animal like, right? Mm-hmm. How many people actually have that, though? I mean, like I said, a lot of guys are just desperate. They see the first thing that they, they can find. Or some girls, too, they're like, oh, that's that's the one. That's the one. They think they have this conception in their mind that that's their type or that's their person. But at the end of the day, 
it really might not be because that natural feeling, you see that person one day and I'm telling you, they're going to knock you off your, off your feet. Um, men, they're going to knock you off your feet and you're going to be like, that's, that's the one, that's the person I'm fucking attracted to. You know, I want to do shit with you all the time. Now, let me ask you something. Should you settle for? No. And that's, that's what I'm trying to say. When you, when you settle for something because, oh, that's the first girl that talked to me or oh, she's fucking sexy, you know, you know how many type of good looking girls I've seen in my day. And I'm just like, this is just not it. This is not it. Like, it's really not, I'm not attracted to, I'm not, it's not desirable. Even if they're good looking or got a great personality, don't fucking settle. Don't, don't desire something that you really don't desire. Yeah. In other words, don't be a bitch. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have a lot of guys listening to this podcast going, I can't check this box off. And that's a, that's a setup for a serious conversation somewhere down the road. And you're going to have that conversation with her at some point or another. And I get it. I get it. You're going to be like, oh, man, you know, this girl is just so good right now. It's so good. But you're going to notice deeper in that relationship a year in, two years in, 20 years in. Fuck, I'm not even I'm not I don't even desire this person. They're not even attractive. You know, you can't have that. Mm-hmm. That's a life of guilt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. How about this one? She should treat you like the king. And vice versa. You should treat her like the queen. Okay. Before this podcast, my girl, she asked me, can you get me some water and a Coke? She's not feeling really well, right? And I treat her like a king. I got it, even though I didn't want to get it. You know why? Because she's desirable. I'm attracted to her, and you got to treat your girl like a queen. But it turns it's, it's, it's separate ways. You know, she's got to treat you like a king. You know, she's got to treat you like the highest person up there, massaging you when you need it, making you feel good when you need it catering to your needs cooking you food that's what you need when you come home to a girl's and she and she's got a whole meal cooked for you i think that's kind of a sign that you know you got a good one right okay let me ask you this a little bit of a fun question because i know my answer okay I'm, I'm a pretty secure dude but this is something i will not tolerate all right the woman's watching the movie. What's that movie with Channing Tatum? The um, Oh, man. I already know what you you're going to ask me. About. You know, know what I'm going to ask you. You know exactly what I'm going to ask you. Yeah. What's the movie called? Uh, Magic Mike. There we go. She's watching Magic Mike, and she's just commenting on Channing Tatum's body. You're not the king. Yeah, but that's you know what? Listen, complete, listen to that's this, That's a complete though. sign of disrespect. Listen to this, though. If you're a fat and fucking it... bozo listening to this podcast right now, and, you're, <laughs> and, your, girl, and your, your girl is commenting on Channing Tatum or whoever the yep. fuck they like, you know, on the podcast or on the, on the movie, that means because mm-hmm. you're fat and she's desires something else. But you should know that yourself. You should work to and get And you better it. fix it. Exactly. And you better fix it. That's right. So, so okay. it, it leans on you, but to an extent, you know, you're a real fit guy. You're jacked up. You're you're you got your stud, and she's saying, "Oh my god, he's just so sexy." This and that, or talking with her girlfriends about some guy. You know, my girl doesn't do that. I know your wife no. doesn't do that, right? That's because Never. they desire you, right? Never. Mm-hmm. And that's part of that's probably the biggest aspect of being a king, uh, being treated like a king. You know, you never want you want your property to be your property, and if your property is talking about desiring something else, then you know it's not really it. You know, it's just you just haven't found what you need. And I'm going to tell you right now, because a lot of women might be listening to this going, oh, good, whoa, wait a second, property. Hey, listen, I'm, I'm Renata's property. Oh, it goes both okay. ways. I've got on my side, on my rib, it says Renata's king tattooed on my body. Any woman who sees me on the beach can take a look at the tattoo. And the moment they disrespect that tattoo by coming on to me, they're fucking dirt. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's and that's, that's huge. You know, like, 
it's huge. It's same same ways for me. But I think the big thing in today's society with with some of our younger listeners listening, um, you know, is that like I had a talk with my my girlfriend about it earlier. Is like celebrity crushes. You know, a lot of people are just kind of like it's just kind of gross feeling because I don't have that. But a lot of a lot of relationships be like guys are like, man, you know, my girl just has a celebrity crush and they're really hurt by it. I see TikToks about it all the time, and it's one of the biggest things. So what do you do about it? What do you do about it? You got to get the fuck out. I'm serious. You got to. And the guy who says he's okay with it? The guy he said, who says he's okay with it. Is he the guy who has a man crush on the celebrity? I don't, I don't know, man. To be frankly honest with you, I think that's just desperation mode. I think if he's okay with it, he's desperate and he's a little fucking pussy because he can't get anything else. Totally agreed. 1,000%. Okay, let's go back to our list. She's got to be able to, like, she must be able to handle all things and take charge with complete competence and confidence in your absence. I love this one. I love this one. It's the biggest, it's my most important next to the the one we just talked about before, because who is going to raise your kids? You know, like your offspring, whatever you create, are you comfortable with that person leaving them home alone with that person? Yes or no? That's what it comes down to. Yep, she's got to be competent. She's got to be like unbelievably competent. If you have not found that person, you're better off alone. And it's tough because a lot of a lot of girls this age, early age, later on even, they don't have their shit together. They're not competent. They're not confident. They don't have the complete package. So you got to be really careful choosing. Like I said, you can't be desperate. You can't say, "Oh fuck, that's the first thing I'm gonna take it." Mm-hmm. And it's okay to wait. It's okay to wait till you're thirty, even beyond that. If you haven't found the right one, you got to get your own shit in order first. And you need to be able to take care of yourself before you're able to take care of anyone else. And over time, you will find that person. I mean, you're a guy of, uh, of a bit of wisdom for your age. I'm pretty impressed with you. You found somebody who's just a diamond in the rough, without she, a doubt. She's, she's, yeah, she's unbelievable right now. Like, but you don't find that often, especially in the younger generation. And that's what I'm trying oh, to talk yeah. about. You know, if you're taking constant trips to the hospital because – you can't fucking eat properly and you have stomach problems or you can't get the, the, the proper nutrition in you, I'm talking about a woman or even a man, then you can't raise a family, you can't have kids, you can't even be with a partner because you got to fix it yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay, how about this one? This is the final thought before we talk about loyalty and some questions from the audience. Okay, final thing. You don't need her. Everything she does is a gift. So let me give an example. If a dude's living at home with his girl, he should expect to make his own meals, wash his own clothes, do all that kind of stuff. And the moment your woman does anything to help you out, it's a gift. The moment you maintain that perspective, you've got gratitude. Otherwise, it's kind of like, well, she should be doing this. She should be doing that. Why is she not pulling her weight? And it, it builds resentment over time. Exactly. You know, you shouldn't come home expecting food to be made. That's why it's such a surprise. You know, I, I went through this struggle this year. I went and I did four four months long distance from my girl and I was doing my own laundry. But the first three weeks, four weeks, I had no laundry done. I had stinky fucking clothes. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I before before that, like rewind four months, all my clothes were clean every day, folded on my bed. That's a gift. All the food at the cafeteria when I was gone was shit. Four months before, home cooked right away. That's a gift, man. You can't take shit for granted. 
you don't need her. So make sure that you really appreciate, have some gratitude. <laughs> okay, now do you uh, share that gratitude every day? Man, you have to, you have to. Like just something as simple as getting getting something she needs, uh, even though you don't feel like getting it. You got to show gratitude, man, because at the end of the day, like she's doing a lot. That's all a gift. You don't need her. You're you're your own man. So everything, every little thing that person does, massage for two minutes, a freaking head rub, scratch your back. Uh-huh. That's that's a gift because yeah. I guarantee you there's some lonely guys right now listening to this who are in their room fucking just at their desk alone and they don't have that ever, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So. All right. Next statement. Loyalty is everything. 1% disloyalty is 100% failure. Agree or disagree? I, I agree. Um, but loyalty, like 100% loyalty is different in different people's eyes. Um, and it mm-hmm. takes time to build up. Loyalty just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen right away. You need to build towards that. Time creates loyalty. Respect creates loyalty. And trust creates loyalty. All right. Let me ask you something. Um, a woman goes through your phone. Your girl goes through your phone. Your wife goes through your phone. That's your, that's your personal property. How dare you go through my personal property? Here's the thing. Where is one? What's mine is mine. What's yours is mine. What's mine is yours. That's the way it works. So does she have full access, full transparency, full trust? She can go through any file she wants. If you're in her, you're in her phone. Vice versa. <laughs> okay. I know All it's right. a little bit a little bit crazy, but it's true. It's true. You know, like if that's what it is, then that's your phone. That's your house. That's your clothes. That's your money, as far as I'm concerned, I think. All right. Let me ask you something. How many guys out there are able to have the hard conversations when shit's not going well? Not a lot. Not even me sometimes. It's taken me a long time to do that. And I know for a fact it's taken you a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It's hard to have those conversations. You're, and men, men are just naturally like that. Men are not going to talk about their feelings. They hold it in. They're, not, they're taught not to show them, right? Is it a sign of weakness? To not talk? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is a sign of weakness. And it's a sign of, um, yeah, it's a sign of weakness, I think. All right. So what you do is you, you show strength by actually having those conversations. Both people in the relationship deserve that conversation. And we're and it's talking the most hum- about- It's the most humiliating thing in the beginning. It, it just feels like you just feel like everything's falling down. Not a lot of guys do that stuff, but you got to be able to do it at the end of the day. How important is to have each other's backs? Yeah, you know that for a fact. You got to have each other's backs in everything. Um, you know, there's no matter how extreme it is, um, they, you got to have their back. I know this. If somebody, as a joke, disrespects me in any way, my wife is like a fucking lion, ready to rip their face off. If she just, she just won't me. have it. She just won't have it. If a girl compliments me or compliments <laughs> us, do you really think that my girl takes that as oh, she's complimenting our uh, our relationship? She compliment? No, she's fucking pissed because she knows what the girl's trying to do, right? Like, that's what it is. You know, that's having the back. Someone talks shit about your partner. No, that's, that's not okay. Okay. How about this? Uh, never putting each other down. Here's what I know. If somebody puts me down, if my wife or girlfriend puts you down, 
in front of other people to make them laugh, as far as I'm concerned, 100% disloyalty. You're using me at the expense of getting the uh, humor oh, of your audience. I got you. No, I got you. And that's something that's not really, not really talked about a lot. Um, I don't have that um, because, like I said, my biggest value in a relationship is respect. You know, like only good things are said. I only think good things about um, my girl. You know, you got to only think good things. The moment you think something bad or you don't respect them or you're losing respect, then it might not be meant to be. It might not be there. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, so yeah, go now, ahead. Now, guys have a, they've got a dark side. Women have a dark side too, but guys tend to have a dark side. Now, when a woman knows your inner mind and she knows that dark side, that's a powerful thing. So, so go explain a little bit more. I'll give an example. I know this. When you have a conversation with somebody, with your significant other in bed, your wife in bed, anything that's said is inadmissible in court because you are as one. I know there was a time where I was pissed off at somebody, and my wife jokingly said that, but she said, get out the cement. We're going to cement their feet, and we're going to throw them to the bottom of the lake. I mean, that's how loyal she is. She knows my mean streak. She knows I get pissed off at certain things, certain... Uh, and, and when I go off on that, when I go off on that person, she knows, okay, you know what? I've got his back here. Yeah, I got you. Do you understand what I'm saying? No, I understand. And it's kind of like something you don't really talk about on like, um, you know, me- mainstream media and stuff like that. These are like dark conversations um in in your bed or or downstairs in the basement or in the car with nobody around uh, i think guys kind of know what i'm talking about here um like we all have those dark thoughts you know like i'm not gonna say anything about it but you know just just know what what tom is talking about here Mm, yeah i'm not talking about stupid shit like uh you know you're you're into porn or something and uh and she's got to be okay with it that's the exact opposite that's, yeah. If you if you got an addiction, you got to deal with it, and you got to deal it with her with it with her help. Bottom line, that's a different it. topic altogether. But then, yeah, I'm talking about more of the mean streak and those conversations you have where it's it's between two trusted people. Yeah, and it needs to be like that. Like you said, it's got to be kind of like uh, that conversation that doesn't leave the room. You know, anytime I have a problem, anytime my girl has a problem. The biggest thing at the start of the relationship was why are you talking to your friends about it? Let's fucking fix it right now. Always Let's talk about it right now. So who do you talk to? Do you talk to your friends first or your girl? You talk to your girl. You have to. Girls, you got to talk to your guy. You don't look for other people's advice because that's like having a relationship with her friends. Mm-hmm. That's like living a relationship through your girl's best friend because the best friend is giving the advice and she might give the best advice and you're just in love with your girl, but that's not your girl. Or she might give you the worst advice and you're like, I hate this bitch. But no, you don't because that's not even her advice. So have a conversation, fix it right away. Communication is one of the biggest skills to have in a relationship. That's what gets through anything. Yeah, so she is your soundboard and you are hers. She's got to believe in you. She's got to believe in your mission. And she needs to know what buttons to push when you're angry, when you're down, when you're not motivated. Hey, listen, guys are supposed to be a rock, but there's times where 
the rock's got to lean on a shoulder. And that's where she knows what to do to make you feel better. She knows what to do when you're down. Well, I know you for a fact, you know, like sometimes you're just a dick in the car. Like sometimes you're just a dick in the morning. And I'm like, I'm not your girl, but I guarantee you your wife knows this is, ah, shit, Tom's got to eat. Tom needs some food. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? Like your girl knows you, knows what buttons to press, knows what buttons are being pressed. You get me? And when, when I'm angry, she knows exactly how to handle me. Because here's the thing. If you're fighting fire with fire, if she's fighting fire with fire with me and we end up into a huge blowout because she doesn't understand me and vice versa, you got some problems. Oh yeah. And they can be fixed. You know, don't, don't think that these things can't be fixed, but you know, sometimes you're going to have those blowouts, but a lot of the time, if you just kind of understand them, understand where they're coming from, sometimes I just can't control it. But my girl, even though she's pissed off or going crazy, because I'm just driving her nuts, she'll step back and see the big picture. Mm-hmm. Now, and does understand. She, does she know what buttons to push when you're not motivated? Oh, yeah. And that's one of the biggest things because they got to be the number one supporters of your goals. As we said earlier, they got to motivate you. They got to be your motivation. And, you know, you press a button. They know what button to press. I'm not going to tell you mine, but it works. And then you get shit done. You do shit. You fucking work. You don't want to tell me yours because that's a that's a private button that only she knows. Exactly. That's the reason why she's part of your inner circle. And that's why she makes me better. And that's why a lot of these guys you see, a lot of them, they're, they're better because of their girls. But some, you know, you see guys that are cheating on their girls or girls that are cheating on their guys. And they're just in it for the picture. They're just in it for the for the image. They're just in it because they think that's love or they think that it's it's a good thing. But it's not. Okay, I got a question for you. It's a little off topic. You ready for it? Yeah. If your girl says to you, I need you to wait in the coach purse line for an hour while she goes, runs to the car, and there's a massive lineup, are you going to wait for her? Oh, man. You know, I know you used to, you used to, talk, you used to talk about this a lot, and I'm not going to lie. My girl, she loves presents, and she loves, like, expensive stuff. I do, too. I love, I love the, the flash and the, the glam. But we both know that the best present comes from the heart. You know, like a letter is better than a than a Dior purse at the end of the day. I mean, it might look better and stuff like that. But, you know, a love letter is more important than, than that stuff. So, no, I'm not going to wait there. I'm going to go do it on my own time to show my gratitude for it. Maybe get her a material gift. But, no, I'm not going to wait. We went to Balenciaga the other day. We were gonna, I was going to buy her some slides. Or we are going to get a Christmas present. We are shopping. Mm-hmm. And there was one person in the line. And the store was pretty much empty because of COVID. And she's like, I'm like, do you want to wait? I feel pressured. And she's like, uh, well, if you do. And she's feeling pressured too. And I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, no, nah, fuck this. The fuck is this? We're waiting out in the cold for what? Hell no. You know what I mean? Like, you, mm-hmm. can't, you can't be doing that shit. You, you're not going to window shop. You're not going to be waiting in line just to buy her something. You go do that on your own time if you really want to. Perfect. Okay, a uh, couple questions from the audience. So one is, I don't have a partner, period. And my answer to that is, you still have an inner circle. And this is part one of a conversation that's going to be extended further next time. Uh, you need to listen to part two. We're just going to leave it at that. So we'll answer some of that next podcast. Another question is, my partner and I are not on the same page. So... What do you do? And I have two options for this, but I want to hear from uh, you first. 
not on the same page. Uh, it depends what kind of page that is. Um, you know, if it's a big, big disagreement with one of the things off the checklist, I hope maybe you had a pen and you're writing them down. But let's just give an example about, um, man, I want to give a really extreme example right now. I'll give you an extreme um, example. Go, go ahead. Okay, so I want to have two kids. She doesn't want to have kids. Okay, that's a good one. You know, either she, either you make it work and you decide on one thing or you get rid of her. You don't make it work. It doesn't happen. And the biggest thing for me is if my girl didn't want to have kids, not that if she couldn't. If she couldn't, I understand. But if she didn't want to have kids, that's a deal breaker. That's what you talk about at the start of the relationship. Right at the start. Right at the start. Now, a lot of guys don't understand this. I think it's only appropriate that you say, hey, listen, this is where I want my life to go exactly. Over the next 5, 10, 20 years, this is exactly where I want my life to go. How about you? And then she lays it out too. And if the pages, it doesn't have to be the pages. It has to be the fucking word on the pages. They have to line up. And if they don't, yeah, you've and got that's, some problems. That's what we talked about. That's what we talked about in the last podcast with Tanner, the dating coaches. You have to have your shit in order. That's the most attractive thing. A girl loves when they see when a, when a guy directs everything. Usually, usually, usually. They, they like that. And if he says, I want two kids or three or whatever. I want a family. I want, grand, I want to have grandkids. I want to have a big house here from this job. From, and, you know, and I want to have a great relationship with my parents. A girl's going to go, no, not interested. That's not what I want. Or she's going to be like, that's definitely what I want. You got to establish your future. So as a guy, this is basically saying you got to get your shit together before you have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, or you got to have, have your shit together before you have an inner circle. Let's say it's a smaller thing. What do you do? Man, if it's a smaller thing, um, you got to talk about it. Like I said, communication is key, but... Some things are small for others. Some some things are big for others. You know, like all right, she's making uh, the dinner all the time. She's making the dinner all yeah. the time, and she's resenting that. You're not doing your weight around the kitchen. I'm making all the meals for you. Well, you better learn how to fucking cook, or you better enjoy cooking with her. You better blast some music and have some fun in the kitchen with her. You better fix yourself because something that small, you have a little disagreement. As a man, as a king. Because kings don't just have everything done for them. They make boss decisions. Bosses, CEOs make boss decisions. So mm-hmm. you got to fix it. It's on you. Because girls like when you fix shit. Girls like when you take initiative. Now the only, right. Now, the only time I'm going to uh, complain about that, if she says, hey, listen, I'm, uh, I'm making all the dinners, is the only way I'm going to say, you know what? You need to keep making those dinners. Is if I'm doing 10 times more than I normally would. If I'm the fucking boss and I'm dominating in life and providing big time for everybody and more than carrying my weight, I'm going to say, hey, listen, I need your help with this. I really appreciate you making the dinners because I need that because I'm putting in 60-hour weeks and it's just 100%. a little bit too much. That's the, that's the only girl, time you can challenge that. That's the only time. Otherwise, yeah. like you said, figure out a way to make it work in the kitchen together. I know you guys are really good. You guys work together really well. My wife and I, same kind of thing. We share the yeah, She's actually she's actually a little bit better than I am, but I pick up my weight elsewhere. I, I you know, hundred percent. You pick up your weight elsewhere. It's a, at the end of the day, it's a team, and different teams have different dynamics. You could have a wife who's a lawyer, and you're a stay-at-home dad. And that's that's fine, but you got to carry your weight. However, you got to take the kids to school. You got to be cooking dinners. You got to be taking on that role because at the end of the day, it's a team, and you know, 
that that team aspect you have to you have to bring a dynamic to that team okay here's a question for you um your wife's the breadwinner of the family she's a ceo of a company or she's the company owner and she's pulling in five hundred thousand a year you're making fifty thousand no and that's that's that what, what's your question you know how do you how, awesome. how do you feel about that you know, some guys, uh, some guys will, will, you know, like as alphas, usually I know for me, I would be like, fuck this, man. I'm going to do everything in my power to just kind of like be the guy. But I know a lot of families like that where the, the woman dominates in the financial aspect, you know, she's killing it and that's okay too. Like that happens a lot and that's great. But as a man, you need to figure out how, cause if that's the type of girl she is, she's probably pretty determined and pretty, uh, pretty serious. So yeah. You got to take on roles other way. If she's pulling in five hundred thousand dollars a year, she's pulling in two million, which is even better. It's like, okay, honey, tell me what I need to do to support you here because we're rolling in the dough. But, and you're totally supporting her because this is a she's a big player. You got a winner there. But, like you said, you have to make your mark in another way. You have to be. You got to be the best dad coaching your kids. You got to, you know, come up with your own ideas to build your own empire as well, where she's supportive yeah. of you. I mean, you got to do something big as a man. I, I believe I, to be honest with you. I don't care if my wife's making more money than me. I hope she makes 20 times more than me because it's just more money for the family because we are as one. I'm totally cool with that. I'm secure with that. A lot of men aren't. But you yeah, still got to carry your weight in some capacity because it's not always about money. No, it's not, but it's a big part. And I know I'm a competitive guy um, and my girls are competitive guys. So guess what? We're going to be competing to see who makes more money. That's part of a team aspect. That's how a team gets better in some ways. Uh-huh. Okay. You're always, so, you're always fighting. What do you do? You know, you're always fighting. You gotta, it depends what the fight's about. Um, it could be about real shit. It could be about petty shit. You're always um, fighting. About... You're always fighting about everything. About yeah, everything. Well, when you're, when, when you, yeah. And sometimes I'm going to tell you right now, relationships have those rough patches. But the thing is, if you're always fighting 24 seven and you're definitely not happy, if you don't pause after the fight and you're like, okay, everything's okay. I really love this person. If you're fighting, then I guarantee you, and you're not happy, you, it's, it's over. Once again, right. it's done. But only on one not condition, it. though. And the condition is this. You got to try to fix you first. You can fix what you can control. And if you fix you, and you become your best person possible, and there's still shit going on, that relationship's dead. I agree. It's For over. Because sure. the last thing you want to do is pointing your finger to the other one, because it's back to what we initially said. You don't need her. Everything she does is extra so that's your inner circle right there that is your main part of the circle it's you and your woman as one right in the center next podcast i'm excited about because we're going to pick and choose who else would you have in that inner circle because an inner circle usually is pretty small a hundred percent and you know it could also be big and, you know, this is for another podcast, but you're going to have different parts of your circle that you go to when uh, when needed or when you have to. Now, I think you and I might have a little bit of a debate over this because I know my circle is pretty tiny. You know that. Oh, and I sometimes I come at you for it and I just say you're an asshole and you're not you're, you're just not I can't relate to you. And that's fine. 
and we're both going to have different views, but at the end of the day, they're going to come together and it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm excited about it. All right, man, we're going to leave it at that. Uh, hopefully, you listening to this can play it back to your wife and say, see, I do that. See, I do that. And she can say the same about you. And it's a winning podcast. If not, like we said, it's a reality check. And you better get your shit in order and move forward in the right way. Otherwise, live a life of regret. Over and out. Sounds good.